This is the Mile High Five podcast with Carl Jensen and Doug Cunnington. We have authentic conversations about the journey to Phi, health, happiness, and some very odd tangents. We interview Phi experts, side hustlers, people on their way to Phi, and those who have reached the other side. Join us every week, and if you want the show notes and links and all that other stuff, head over to milehighfi.com. Before we get to the show, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. It's the Car Warranty Extension Company. So this is a great new sponsor that we're working with. And basically, if you have a car or if you know someone that has a car and they need to renew their car warranty, all you have to do is follow the link in the description here and enter your name, your social security number, credit card, and your mother's maiden name, and you'll be good to go. You got $1,000 rebate and you will get free maintenance on your car as long as you own it. It's just a joke. We don't have any sponsors. This show is just brought to you by myself and Carl. So check out Carl's blog. It's 1500days.com. And I have a podcast called The Doug Show. And there will be links in the description here. So yeah, we don't have any sponsors. And we're probably not going to be working with any car warranty companies unless the price is right. I mean, we are uh, open-minded. So if anyone has a car warranty company and you think our show is a good fit for you, just shoot us an email, Carl at milehighfi.com. All right, so thanks a lot. Check out our stuff. If you dig the show, send it to a friend. That's that's a great way you could help support us. And we may have some t-shirts or uh, hoodies or something like that sometime in the future. So just make sure you're on the email list, milehighfi.club, or there's links in the show notes. It's very easy to sign up. So let's just get to the show now, and I'll shut up. Hello, world. Welcome to the Mile High Fi Podcast. I am Carl Jensen with my co-host. I'm Doug Cunnington. Yeah, Doug, and I think today we're going to talk about cell phones. Yes, it's a little exciting. I have like a four-year-old deal over here. It's an iPhone. I'm an iPhone Apple person in general, but you, you've you been having some stuff going on, right? Yeah, I was going to. There's actually two parts to this. Um, I forgot my cell phone one day, and now it's disconnected, so we'll talk about those as two separate events. I, was, I had to drop my kid off at school. And I did that, and uh, and then I, the next thing I was going to do was go for a hike, and I was like halfway to Boulder, so I wasn't going to go all the way back. And I realized I'd forgotten my cell phone, so I'm like, ah, shit. Like, I think I kind of know where, where my friend lives, but we're so dependent on maps. And even if I know where I'm going, I'll often map it anyway because it'll rot, route you around traffic, right? So uh, I managed to make it to my friend's house, and I don't think I had any errors, so I remembered it better than I thought I would. But then my next thought was, wow, sometimes Mindy gets angry when I don't respond to her. She'll have a timely text. So what I'll do is I'll ask my friend to use his computer and I can actually send her a text from my computer. I use Google Voice, which is a whole other conversation. So I go to do that. And then I remember that I have two-factor authentication on. Do you know what two-factor authentication is, Doug? Or? <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you explain it for people that don't know? Yeah. So what two-factor authentication is, is you need two different ways to authenticate an account. And my example here is when I log on to my email account, I have to put in a password. And then it sends a message to my phone saying, hey, someone is trying to log on to your email account. Is it you? If so, put in your PIN or click yes or whatever. So I tried to do that. And then I remembered I needed my phone to log on to my freaking email. So I couldn't get to my email or anything else because I didn't have my phone. So it was like this catch-22. And do you have Mindy's phone number memorized? 
I do actually have that. I try to remember most phone numbers. So then you do the walk of shame. Hey, friend, can I borrow your phone? I'm, I forgot it. I'm going to send Mindy a, a text to make sure. And then it becomes super awkward because I had to go to Trader Joe's. So I text her and then I'm like, hey, I forgot my phone. If you text me, if you need anything urgent, please text this phone back. And can you send me the shopping list for Trader Joe's so I can hit that up in, in Boulder? So oh, and, and that was the day that that's like the singles uh, Trader Joe's where you hang around the produce section. Is that the one? yes, yes, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, that, that was it. I had some interesting conversation to Trader <laughs> Joe's. So we get done with our hike, and I need to go to Trader Joe's, and I don't live in Boulder. I have no idea where, where the fuck the Trader Joe's is. So then you have to ask your friend for directions. Like, when's the last time you ever asked anyone for directions? Uh, it's been yeah, so long. I don't even remember. Yeah. And it's kind of a pet peeve of mine because often what I'll do is if I need to go somewhere, I'll just say, hey, how do I, what is the address of this place or where is it? And if you talk to a young person, they'll be like, okay, it's one Oak Street or whatever. If you talk to an older person, they'll be like, it's on one Oak Street. And what you want to do is you want to pull out of the driveway and make a right. And then at the second stoplight, and I'm like, I've got Google Maps. I've got it covered. And then what you're going to do is at the third McDonald's make all that. I, no, no, you don't have to do this. I've got Google Maps. I'm not paying attention to you right now. And then you go past the barn that burned down three years ago. I'm like, shut up. I've got maps. I can figure it out. <laughs> but in this case, I couldn't figure it out. So I needed to ask for directions. So I got to Trader Joe's and I forgot to buy like a third of the crap because I didn't have my shopping list. I thought I could memorize it. And I forgot the noodles for my kids, so she was angry. Um, yeah, so you learn just how dependent you are on phones. I mean, I use it for maps all the time. I use it to list everything. It kind of the thing I like about a phone, and we'll get into dislikes in a second. But the thing I like is it frees my mental bandwidth because if I remember something I have to do, or if there's something I have to do, I'll just put it on the to-do list of my phone. And then I just know to check that to-do list twice a day. I don't have to keep this thing in my mind. So I like phones for that and I like them for the directions, but yeah. not much else. Well, actually going back to the directions and like driving and getting around, now traffic is so bad that it is very useful to like be routed around traffic if there's some sort of issue, right? But I grew up, uh, or I, I, I got my license in like the mid 90s. And I like to drive around, get lost. Like that's how you learn your way around. And yeah, I would just like drive drive around like all through my youth and my 20s or whatever. Now it's not as fun to just like drive around to get lost unless you're in a place with not much traffic. But my my point being is like you get a a sense geographically like where you are, you have a sense of direction. You're like, oh, if I keep heading down this road, I should end up in the right spot. And I like that sort of spatial mental exercise. And you know, you you drove, you're a couple years older than me. So like, did you enjoy, and you're a car person as well. So did you enjoy like driving around and like getting lost? And you know, back in the day, I would go on long road trips and I would like map everything out because that's what you had to do. Yeah. Or like MapQuest eventually. But even that was, you know, uh, printing out a map. So yeah, where do you stand with driving, learning your way around and all that? Yeah, I do. I'm like you, Doug, in that I enjoy that kind of thing. And I think phones actually make us stupider in that mm -hmm. way because now we don't commit any of that to our brain or knowledge for that matter. Why 
remember anything when we could just pull up Google and have access to it in five seconds or whatever. So I think, yeah, phones deprive us of some of those good experiences. And it definitely, it frustrates Elizabeth sometimes because I'm like, ah, you know what? Don't, don't look it up. I, I think this is like, because I have a decent set of, uh, or a sense of direction. So I'm like, ah, I kind of want to see how this plays out. See if I remember it right. Because it's only when you like make the mistake and like make the wrong turn that you remember it better the yep. next time because you, you fucked up and you don't want to do it again. So anyway, it frustrates Elizabeth sometimes because she's <laughs> like, come on, I can just, do you want me to get the directions? for She she sits right above. So uh, guarantee she's listening. I got to talk quieter. <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to be in trouble after this. But I think there's value to just um, meandering sometimes that, yeah, I'm going to point A to point B, but hey, look, there's an interesting science so museum off on the side of the road. Like, I'm going to stop there and maybe you make a wrong turn and you come upon something or find something new that you never would have discovered if you would have had the strict directions. 100%. And I think you run into that with our ability to plan vacations and stuff. So you could like map out like your Airbnbs for every day that you're like traveling through Europe, which is super convenient. But there was a time where you just, you, you rolled in, you didn't know you, where you were staying. You had to figure it out. You ask a couple people, you meet some folks, they tell you to check out this bar blah, blah, blah. Like there's a lot more serendipity that pops up, but I sound like an old dude here now, but uh, you know, we're getting older, Carl. <laughs> we are getting older. Oh, but, uh, yeah. I think there's value in that. One of the things I like doing is just walking around. I guess that's my new version of driving, but I never take the same route. And sometimes you do get a little lost, but you have that sense of direction. So you know in what general way you're supposed to head and it's all good. Yeah. So, um, before we move on and uh, get back to the cell phone stuff, our our friend Dusty, she was telling me how she runs, but she doesn't know quite where she's going. And then she'll like get lost and be like miles off. And these are like long runs too. I think she listens to the show. So shout out Dusty. Be careful out there running. You got to know where you're going and where to come back to. So cell phones, You any pros from forgetting your phone that day? Um. The pros are, so I was hiking and I remember this happened a couple of times on the trail. Something was going on with the news. I think it was Tesla. I own that stock. And I, I'm like, yeah, hey, you know, I'm going to, we're stop here having a drink. I want to pull out my phone and see what the Tesla stock is doing. And my first thought was like, nope, you can't do that because your phone doesn't have the connection. And my second thought was, why the fuck do you want to do that in the first place? You're on this beautiful hike with friends. Like, screw the phone. This is toxic. This is a reminder. That <laughs> you should not be looking at your phone. Yeah. And I think, um, oh, hold on. Your phone's like disconnected. What's going on with you? Yeah, Can it's you actually- a few bucks? Yeah, there's a part two now. I went to Austin for uh, the, the, the Gigafactory, which we talked about. And I, apparently, Ting has a limit on the amount of data. And usually, I never come up anywhere near that. But they're like, yeah, if you go over like four gigs of data on the SIM card, the SIM card stops working. They're like, we'll just send you a new one. Because your billing cycle doesn't come up for another two weeks. So I'm like, okay, great. So then I get the new SIM card and I stick it in there. I call them up to have it activated. They're like, yeah, our activation system is down. And this was like two days ago. So, <laughs> so <laughs> now I've been without data for, for two days. And I'm like, I called them this morning before I came here. When's your data going to be up? Or when is your system going to be back up? They're like, yeah, we don't really know. I'm like, ah, what the hell? Man. This is a modern company, but so now I don't have service now either. Okay. 
And so, and you flew to Austin. What did you have any issue like going through the airport and stuff? Like that's what I'm thinking of now. Like nowadays, like everything's on your phone, right? Yeah. So coming back is when it cut out, and everything is on the phone, right? So I had the barcode to get out of the airport parking lot. It's a pay lot. You scan a barcode to get out. So I go to pull up, and I didn't know what was going on with the phone. I just at that time I just knew it wouldn't connect to the data. And I had a screen capture of it. I always have backup plans, but I had archived my photos. So you need the inter- you need the internet to either access your email to get the barcode or to get to my photos to the backup of the screen capture. And I could do neither. Oh, so man. so I, I pull up to the gate. There's one gate with a person in there. I'm like, hey, dude, my phone doesn't work. Can you look me up? He's like, no, I actually can't. I'm like, ah, shit. Oh, and then luckily there was a cached version of the email. Um, that I was able to pull up and sh- at least show him the dates and convinced him that I wasn't trying to rip off the pay parking lot. If you didn't have that, do you know what would have happened? I, I have no idea. I probably would have. He probably would have had to call his manager and I would have sat there for 20 minutes and everyone at back of me would have been getting madder and madder. And yeah, I, I'm not sure what would have happened. Man, that's rough. And um, are, are you at a spot where you're maybe going to switch cell phone services or something? Yeah, I signed up for a new SIM chip this morning because of Ting has no idea when their service is going to be restored. Man. They were so good up until now. Hey, Ting, if you're listening, you were great, but you were great until you weren't. That's uh, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, probably a little too dependent on my cell phone uh, occasionally, but yeah, a lot of the things we describe like ever, or flying right like there's so many pieces that are now on our phone that i I didn't even think about the parking and a couple other things but man yeah that's probably a little stressful as you're uh going through the airport thinking about how you might not be able to get out of there yeah and now even today it's stressful because i got to pick my kid up from school i'm like what time are you getting out she's like yeah probably 11 to 11 45 i'll text you i'm like well shit i'm gonna be out I'll try to find a place with Wi-Fi, but if I cannot be there at a time, I will just park in this parking lot and wait there for you. Oh, man. Well, and think back when we were, you know, without cell phones, we used to just say, hey, we'll meet at this spot. And if the person didn't show up, you're like, I hope they're not like dead. Yeah. And then you catch up with them sometime in the future. Or when we were like kids, we'd like go ride the bike and go meet up with people yeah. no cell phones it all worked out fine yeah it all was great that's what i thought about too we all got along just fine without the little demons in our pocket well and i gotta say this episode is turning out different than i thought i thought um because it seems like you're still stressed and it it didn't free you in any way by not having your phone too just the time when you didn't look up the news right yeah well it made me reconsider my cell phone usage and it's one thing to say I'm going to put on airplane mode, but it's another thing to be forced into it. And the thought I have, and I just had this conversation with Mindy, I'm like, you know what? From now on, when I'm at the gym or when I'm on these hikes, I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode. And I'll tell you in the morning, I'm going to do it. Like I'm not going to be available for the next three hours. And as soon as I'm done with that, I am going to take myself off it and I'll catch up with text or whatever. But uh, that's how it's going to be. And she was okay with that. So yeah, that is how I'm going to operate. That's from awesome. Now on. And what I do, even at the gym, I do the track there. And I found, I like, I do like to listen to stuff. I don't want to give that up a podcast or music. I found I could put my phone on the ledge at the gym and Bluetooth works. It never cuts out. I even went to the bathroom and the, the phone was there. Hopefully no one takes it. But, and it continued to work the whole time I was, uh, 
I was doing my business in the bathroom. So that's what I'm going to do. Just try to extricate the phone from my life in every way that I can. Perfect. And I'll, I'll throw in one little story because I've experienced no cell phone just because I'm in a remote place. So in Rocky Mountain National Park and some of the more remote places, we, you don't get a signal because you were hiking in like Boulder or whatever, right? Yep. So you could like live stream 4K <laughs> or whatever. In some of the more remote areas, you get no signal. There's nothing you can do about it. You're off the grid for you know many hours. So uh, most recently we were in Yellowstone. This is like last fall, but we're in the lake area and I had no cell phone for about three and a half days or so. And it's great. You're like, ah, oh. you, you know, at first you're, you're still reaching in your pocket. You're like uh, trying to check something. And then you realize, hey, this thing doesn't work. I could take a couple of pictures here or there. But uh, basically you just stop bringing it with you. And I've gone on a couple trips where it was just too remote or we didn't get like an international plan. And it's been very freeing. Like I said, you still have the habit, but like once you realize it's not going to work and then you got a few days of it, you're like, ah, I'm, I'm just going to like enjoy the wilderness or whatever. Now, yeah. I don't have as many responsibilities as you. You have to pick up children and keep them alive and such. Yeah. So it's different. But I still think phones are probably, if Steve Jobs would have known what he was inventing, he would have done it differently. And one final story kind of related to this is when I was in Austin, I walked around. I love just when I'm in a new place, just walking around and not paying attention to my phone, just um, looking around and observing the atmosphere wherever I'm at. So I was walking around the University of Texas campus, I think, UT Austin. And uh, probably more than half of the students were just face down. And not even like uh, they would do this when they walked around. They would walk around campus and be staring at the phone the whole time. And I, I don't know if this is urban legend, but uh, our friend Michael Robinson told me that he saw or he heard about a college where when you came up to an intersection, there was a sign on the ground that said, look up. And that, that might sound like urban legend, but it sounds like it's needed because yeah, it, it kind of made me sad because it was such a beautiful day. The weather was nice, partly cloudy. It was just so great. And everyone's just looking at their phone. What's what's more important than life, I guess, whatever's going on on social media or whatever the hell people are paying attention to. Man. Yeah. So yeah, more on that. I bet we'll do other episodes on on this kind of idea. But um, before we leave, we we have a, a sponsor, right? Who is our sponsor today? Well, it's, it's you and I again. Okay. So uh, anything new over fifteen hundred days? I am coming up on my five year retirement date. The five year anniversary that I quit work. I think it was April. I guess we might be. What day is today? The fourteenth. I think it might yeah. have been the 13th. I think it might have been yesterday, actually. So I am going to write a post about that, which should be live by the time this goes live. Cool. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks, Doug. How about you? What's going on in your online world? Let's see. I have uh, my podcast, The Doug Show, and I'm trying to think of one of the uh, recent episodes. I, I've, I record a lot of them way in advance, so I don't even remember. But check it out if you're interested in some of the other stuff I do. A lot of it's affiliate marketing. There's some lifestyle stuff. You were on the show a few times, so if people are interested in you. Uh, Mindy was on it once, so people could check that out. Yeah, we'll put links to those in the show notes. All right. We'll talk to you soon, man. See ya. Thanks for listening to the show. That was the Mile High Five podcast, and I'm Doug Cunnington the balder host, and Carl Jensen is the cool, sexy one. If you dig the show, please do three things for us. Number one, 
Tell a friend, a family member, an enemy about the show. We really don't care who you tell. Maybe forward them a specific show that you know that they will like. It's the single most helpful thing that you can do to spread the word. It's like giving us a virtual high five and uh, actually we don't give high fives in, in person so the virtual kind's pretty good. And more importantly, your friend or family member or even your enemy will appreciate the fact that you were thinking of them. Number two, make sure you're following or subscribed on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, YouTube, whatever you're using, and that way you won't miss a show. And number three, please leave us a rating and review. We read them on the show occasionally, and you might hear yours out there on an upcoming episode. Quick disclaimer, this show is not financial or legal advice. I'd actually be surprised if it sounded like it. It's really just for entertainment, and that's at least what we're hoping for. But seriously, get advice from professionals. Carl and I are just two guys with microphones that sit in my basement and talk. So we'll catch y'all next week.